Let me keep eating my popcorn. Yeah, go for it. No, it's so good. You're gonna get all the kernels stuck in your stuck in your throat. You're gonna be all. <coughs> mm-hmm. We actually don't start for another ten minutes. Okay. This is the uh, first exclusive Dude Soup pre-show. Whoa! Welcome everybody. Yeah, thank you, thank you there, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Jacob is very quietly clapping. Yes. Uh, fuck it. Let's just go. Who cares? Is there a pre-show you said? No, I was making that we'll up. Just start early. Well, let's so. just start early, and then we can end it. Let's just start early, and we can end it early. <laughs> I'm serious. Who who needs who needs content? Welcome to a uh, culty bowl of dude soup. You don't want to drink it. There's What's something this? in it. Hmm? No, yeah. that's Kool-Aid. You're gonna die. <sighs> Delicious. Yeah. You're going to transcend, Bruce. Mm. No one dies in this cult. Going to heaven. Uh, Far Cry. Anyway. Uh, this episode's sponsored by Mac Weldon and Black Tux. You can get 20% off your Mac Weldon order by going to MacWeldon.com and using our promo code DUDE. And you get $20 off your first Black Tux uh, purchase by going to BlackTux.com slash soup. More about those offers later. Like, we have two very classy sponsors today. And we're gonna get down and dirty. We're gonna go out to the holler. And it was just explained to me what a holler is. What's a holler? I forgot. Nice. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> what? It's like it's like a, it a party. It's no, no, no. <sighs> this is wrong. This is all wrong. A loud cry or shout. Yes, I know. That's not the right thing. He's yelling at the computer. Yeah, I know. Okay. He does it a lot. I know. He's hollering at the computer. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> one would say. <laughs> it's a um, no. It's it's a formation. It's it's a place where basically white people go to drink and break stuff. So a bar. <laughs> Here we go. A small alternative form of hollow. We're getting oh. there. Okay. Uh, learn anything. It's in the me. Appalachians, alternate form of hollow. Small valley between mountains. Yeah, like, like we're going to that old hollow. Going down to the holler. The holler. Oh, or like Godric's hollow. Godric, exactly. Just like <laughs> Godric's hollow. Yes. Uh, so Ubisoft uh, announced a shitload of stuff for Far Cry 5 today. Um, and while, like, it's pretty interesting, but to me the interesting conversation topic is just how much, how much content, modes, things they're cramming into this game. They even debuted a live-action short film, which actually we had reported on the rumors of a long time ago when they were casting in Montana. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's out, by the way. The What they were shooting. <laughs> Surprise. Just hit. I watched it last night. Was it oh, cool? How was it? It was pretty well-made and entertaining. Um, it was about a half an hour. Yeah. Long. What? No, you watched all half like hour? Yeah, minutes. the whole thing. You must have not been playing Destiny. <laughs> so I played Destiny with you like two nights ago. <laughs> here's the... Uh, out of all of the announcements today, this is probably the most important. Mm -hmm. Far Cry has dog. Come on, activate dog. Don't yes. play. I did it. Yeah, always. Oh, look at that doggo! Oh, it's so scrappy. That's cool. no, oh, skin it. look how happy you're gonna have to skin it at yeah. some point. You're gonna need those skins to carry more arrows. So yeah, this is a uh, this is one of many trailers that has been released for Far Cry Five the, today and over the last week. The best reaction to all the Far Cry news was Bruce this morning when he said, "Didn't that come out?" Because <laughs> I thought it did. <laughs> I was actually really surprised that well, this it was, was still it, a thing. It was, it delayed. was delayed. Yeah. Yeah. By how much? I think, I think it was. It was supposed to come out last fall, and then really? they. Oh, that's I thought so. Yeah, I, I was like, that. I thought for sure it had been out. Yeah, and <laughs> I've seen gameplay. When of it? is when's the actual release date, Lawrence? Next week. Mm, it's March something. It's March. Smarch, smirch, 2018. There. Yeah. Okay, so it's coming out this year. That's good. They already had that crazy post-release trailer. Oh, it's the stuff that comes after. Yeah. Uh, March so the, 27th. The DLC. Well. See, yeah, they. Yeah. I don't know what their rush was, man. Like, <laughs> why put a DLC trailer out roughly a month before your game comes yeah. out to sell the season passes, dog? Yeah, but mm. do you think mm. people are gonna buy the season pass? Yeah. 
Do you think a lot of people do that? Yeah, once? really. They, okay. So the yeah. it, they the way they position it, and it's kind of interesting, because um, it's a really it's a really narrow line to walk, mm. is that they try to position it such that okay, you can get the game sixty dollars, sure, but don't you want the full game? So there's always this implication that the full Far Cry experience. You, or the full anything experience, you have to buy the season pass with the original game. Which is amusing considering none of that content is out or will be out for a while. And you don't even know what it is or how substantive. Yeah, but it's weird Weird video game economics. you got to create the demand for the game first. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I, I get it. Put the season pass out thing eventually where it showed a lot of cool stuff. I don't know if you saw it. Like, yeah, here, I'll, I'll skip to there's that. Like the, uh, there's like a sci-fi element to it and there's it, like a zombie thing. It all looks great, but my voice is dying. Sorry. <laughs> it's a popcorn. Off. Yeah. No, I wish it was... Popcorn. No, I have a, a weird like. Inf- uh, was it? What do you call it? Allergies. Allergies. Ooh, Man, no. I can't even think. I haven't been sleeping well either. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Man. No, it's okay. I just it's that time of year where I feel like shit, but it's fine. <laughs> We're gonna champion through. <laughs> but through. but yeah. my voice is gonna crack like a fourteen-year-old. It uh, seems like teenager a, once in a while. Like a just a whole bunch of crazy genre spinoffs, like Blood Dragon, but in just all the other genres, pretty much. That's cool. Sure, but yeah. I'm saying, get me hot and wet for the, <laughs> the game, game first. Yeah. Montana. And then, and then get my money, and then go, oh, by the way, we're putting all this other stuff out, too. Oh, and I you th- go, cool, instead of just putting it all out. And I think the way PR trailers. works is you don't you don't get a podcast devoted to you unless you release 12 trailers in a single day. <laughs> so, yeah, the, yeah. just to, just to wrap up the... It's and it's interesting. The marketing is like from the dev studios that brought you Blood Dragon. Come a bunch of spinoffs that are all really wacky. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're even following the sort of movie marketing playbook. Well, Blood Dragon sold well, right? There was a lot of like positive hype around it. Yeah, yeah. it came um, out of nowhere. It came out mm-hmm. of nowhere, which I think a lot of people liked. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one now, I guess a month isn't too bad, but I look, I'm gonna forget about this tomorrow. Oh, I know. I'm I'm not kidding. Like, there's gonna be so many other things that I'm gonna move on. Too, and it's not that I'm saying this is forgetful. I'm just saying we're so bombarded mm. with information and trailers and other stuff. <clears throat> if I don't know if if there's even just a rumor about uh, the next Bethesda game, this will all be forgotten. It's uh, it's interesting what Adam's talking about. Like Lawrence, you and I, we've had a number of conversations about this with people in marketing on YouTube, which is always like, oh, well, tell your audience it's coming in a week, and we're like, they're they're not going to remember this in three hours. So mm. we need it to be right away. We need it to be like the content is out click on this to watch the content and I think maybe that's what you're getting at which is like if the games if Far Cry was already out and they're like you can go buy the Mars version of Far Cry right now Mm -hmm. then I'd be like oh shoot that's cool that actually would have been you can't it just doesn't exist yet no see (laughs) right so you you can't play so what you said Lawrence is stupid what Bruce said is (laughs) actually pretty damn smart if it had been like a reverse thing yeah where they said if you buy the game right now, you'll get these little like these little vignettes. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, and you can play it right now. And it's it's like a spinoff of the game. It's gonna be pretty cool. But instead, it's like here's a thirty minute trailer. This is it. It sucks because I'm actually fairly excited for Far Cry, but all this marketing feels so baked into when Hawken was a hot ticket item. Huh. Oh wow, nobody's remembered that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Transmedia. So you, you know? feel like they're they're reaching too far or they're muddling their sales pitch with I'm gonna say they blew their wad the too breath? soon. Really? When hey, yeah. let's do this, Lawrence. Will you do me a favor? Sure. Will you find out when they announced Blood Dragon and when it came out? Mm. I'm curious. Mm. Sure. Let me see what was um, like the one of my favorite marketing campaigns of all time was Fallout 4. Yeah. Fallout 4 oh, obviously yeah. there's a huge hype for it, so obviously it's gonna sell really well. But they announced it and they're like, and you can buy it. In like was it two months or three Basically, months? Or it was like like maybe six months. It was like it was so close. It as, was so as, close. As yeah. opposed to the, I mean, even actually Skyrim. Oh, Skyrim <coughs> with guns. We did it full circle. Uh, <laughs> but to like Bethesda's credit, I think they announced Skyrim 
a year before it came out, they did the trailer, and then right. a year later they did the trailer. And like, by the way, it's coming out in a couple months. Went, oh wow, yeah. uh, how weird! I'm so used to waiting four years for games now. But like, the most hmm. important part of that Fallout marketing puzzle was that they had the mobile game that came out right then. Yeah. So that's and that they, drove interest right that away. Would, that would make sense for Far Cry. That that that's well, what they have the live action thing right now. Yeah, but you can't play it. Yeah, uh, you can't. How yeah. do, that? How does that get me uh, hard? Not, how does that get me hard? <laughs> Unless I'm already hard, that's only getting people who are already hard harder. for Far Cry harder. Yes, yeah. or to they allow them to maintain that Far Cry that erection. Hardness. Well, Bruce, to your uh, sorry to, to your previous question. No, no, yeah, please. It was announced on April first, leading many to think it was oh. an April Fool's joke. But then it came out <laughs> April thirtieth, so one month. One month. Okay, uh, there okay. were some leaks ahead of time, obviously not intentional. Uh, it was found on a Brazilian game site, and then the achievement list leaked for it. Um, but they used April Fools mm-hmm. to drive, which was which was genius. It was by really the way. smart. I've yeah. actually always liked Far Cry's marketing. That's why I'm a little confused by this. Really? Because I, I it, to me, this is this is every gun on deck. It's like because okay. uh, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. they have the um, they have the the typical like. It's funny because Far Cry or sorry Fallout's marketing was really smart too because when they announced it, they put out two trailers. One was here is a beautiful game, this wonderful place you can be whoever you want. And then the other one was, but you really want to shoot around explosive teddy bears and like fuck a fuck a ghoul in the ass. So they had like the what happened? <laughs> what where did you play? <laughs> no, seriously, there were two. There were two yeah, Fallout I, I 4 trailers. That. I remember that. There was one that was like soaring music and Serious oh, story, yeah. yeah. And then the other one was like and just explosions and stuff. And it kind of represented the two sides to the way people play Fallout, Fallout in general, which I thought was smart. Ubisoft seems to be going with. We have put everything in this game, so it's got the campaign. They announced Far Cry Arcade, which is a map editor. Which will allow, kind of like GTA Online, will allow people to circulate uh, user-generated content. Yeah. They announced the season pass, even tied that to Arcade, saying that when you get the DLC, it will add assets to Arcade, which will allow you to make maps with new stuff. They even said that Arcade will have assets from Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Unity, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs uh, yeah. what were the other, yeah, Far Cry 4, <laughs> Primal, and uh, Far Cry 5. So they're just throwing everything in. Yeah. Um, but this is just a random Tuesday. They oh, also the, yeah. the season pass will have Far Cry 3, the whole game. So I, do you remember as a kid when your parents would get you that chocolate calendar that led up to Christmas? Oh, it's the best. <gasps> See? The advent calendar. Because yeah. every day. And they're they're right there. They're right in front of you. But you waited. But you waited. Yeah. Because, God, it was worth it. But see, the key to that, though, is that you had a chocolate every day. Exactly. You had something to eat. Well, this is the thing. They gave me all the chocolates in one day. That's <laughs> all I did. It. You can't eat any of them. You, they're, they're, they're only there, and you can look at them, right. but you can't eat them. <laughs> I feel like they threw me a handful of chocolates over like a, a sewer grate or something, so they, they fell through the holes, the sewer being YouTube, and now I'm like searching for these chocolates, yeah. and I don't know where they are, and then I'm just going to move on to the next thing. You know, you just you slow it. You, you see, my experience, hmm. though, is I completely forgot about whenever Far Cry 5 was coming out. So I'm excited I, yeah. to play it, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. Yeah. Just like with my chocolate advent calendar where I'd forget until Christmas that I had one, then I have 25 chocolates to eat, so I'm going to have all this Far Cry stuff to consume. Oh, Jacob, you weren't poor, apparently. <laughs> because <laughs> no, that's I, I love that chocolate. You need, you need that 200 calories, or you're not making it through the winter. <laughs> also, I lived with three other kids, so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they we didn't get a chocolate it. every day. Yeah, whoever got to it. It was every fourth day you got a chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're big enough to sit on them. Yeah. I just wish Far Cry I had given us something to play like hmm. if they had been like just anything but you know pre-order all this shit and then you can play the Mars right now that mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool I, I don't yeah. know I'm just just, just or a, like a multiplayer demo beta whatever you want to call it just right. something yeah. like it I feel like Ubisoft smarter than this and they know that 
when you when you show any sort of gameplay, it, the best thing you can do is go, oh, and you can check it out now. Because then mm. you got them. Everyone's already in. They're ready for it. No one looks at this and goes, like, oh my god, wow, Far Cry. And now I wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, you go distract yourself with 10,000 other things. Uh, Apple's going to announce an iPad or something, and then you're going to just think about that for the next, you know, yeah. until the next thing. And how long after Far Cry 3 did Blood Dragon come out? It was even. Mm, was it a little bit? I want to say it was probably within a year. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I believe it was within a year. Let's see here. Yeah. See, that was like... Trace. That was just a standalone game. Yeah, right? it was... Yeah. Um, it wasn't even like DLC. Yeah, or it's like five months itself. after. Yeah, because yeah, oh. I'm just thinking about the difference between announcing all this post-launch stuff in the season pass and how long away that is from today. Like, what's that? Like, the game will come out, then it's like six months? Or, maybe not even maybe not yeah, that. Probably so, sooner than that. It's already Hopefully. in development. <laughs> and uh, to me, this is just evidence of... See, I, I I get what you guys are saying. It's mm-hmm. like you you whip somebody up into a frenzy and then you make them sign on on the page. Yeah. And I guess you can make people pre-order for you know preloads or whatever. But uh, I don't know. For me, the 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 goal of this marketing, the 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 swath of marketing they put out, is not so much to convince you to buy it right now, but to convince you that it's going to be supported with ongoing content. Huh. And that, that seems sense. to be the the like thing that people weigh their decision on now interesting will this game last me an entire year and i get that if you have no money you need that game to last a long time yeah and that seems to be the whole thrust of the marketing i mean it, it, all of it ties together really and i think it's also trying to promote the fact that far cry uh, 5 if you buy a 60 dollars product it's not really the whole thing sure so they're pitching this vision of like it's actually far cry plus the season pass it, which in effect is making games you know, more expensive than 60 bucks. Yeah, I guess almost I'm prejudging it. Uh, maybe they do have another week's worth of content to put out. Uh, they're going to like dribble things out. But if this is it, and then they sit back and they're like, and they just like let, let the money roll in. Yeah, and I guess. I don't think they're going to do like, that. This may backfire, guys. I mean, you can also see they, they, they have been dribbling, but it's been covered up by YouTube noise, at least for us. Um, so, you know, they, there was this uh, short film announcement five days ago. Then they've been doing, uh, they just did that co-op integration with uh, a lot of Let's Play groups. I think Achievement Hunter and oh, Couchop were actually involved mm-hmm. with yeah, that. Did. So they have that. They're, turn, they're basically just turning on all nozzles. I, and you can, also, you can also sort of see the like marketing calendar at play on the YouTube channel. So there's all these vignettes for various characters. There's the Rainbow Six relaunches. There's For Honor stuff mixed in there. There's a couple of steep they'll get all their They'll get all their diehards like they always do. Far Cry 5 um, live stream. But, but the, the goal of Ubisoft and EA and these larger companies and what, how they always survive is by getting the larger audience. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they have to break through the YouTube noise. They have to break through the marketing noise. And that's why I thought Blood Dragon works well, because it was on April Fool's. Oh, crap. Dog trailer was, like, a month ago. And Still, look at that oh, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't know about no, it. Yeah, but I'm also, I'm not refreshing the Ubisoft YouTube channel. Only the diehards are. Yeah. Like, you're the, you're part of the larger audience. That, but that is, they're the audience that they want. Yeah. Ubisoft wants you. They don't want their diehards. They already got them. Oh. Um, and that for me, that's kind of like... I, so I get what you're saying, Lawrence. That's, that's a really good point. I, I don't know if they're actually thinking of it that way. They probably are, which is like, this will last you six months mm-hmm. for a video game, kind of like the way Destiny markets, mm-hmm. um, rather than just buy a single-player game and play it uh, for, you know, a week, and then you're done. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I still think, I still think they should have given you something playable. Yeah. Something that you could do just right away. Something tangible. And yeah. even if it's just like... Uh, a side scroller or something. I don't know, like uh, I don't know, match three or you know, Anything. Far Cry Pong, something that's <laughs> like here's a free thing to get you, get you hot, and, you know, a little hot and bothered. That's what Fallout did. I can something. I can definitely appreciate like 
as somebody who's gotten other games season passes in the past is that like here's a season pass here's all the things that are going to be included and like this is exactly what they are because i feel like so many games have come out where there's a season pass and you have no idea what might be coming or if it'll even get that far that's yeah true. that's yeah. true a lot of them don't even have names yeah it's like buy a season pass you get dlc one and dlc two yeah, exactly <laughs> provided we don't go out of business before then but so, we really need you to buy that pass so we don't this is yeah. all anecdotal but i think maybe people are buying less of them now I know I am. Mm-hmm. Um, like with Battlefront, I was super. The oh, first God. one, I was so excited. I bought that and like season pass and with Battlefield, I was like, hell yeah! And then as the game started, like they started trickling out the DLC, I was like, wait a minute, there's like nothing here. This is garbage. <laughs> so with Battlefront two, I didn't even buy the game, let alone the <laughs> DLC. And it was the same with Battlefield. Battlefield one, I bought, but I didn't buy the DLC. So I've been like slowly scaling them back because. Mm-hmm. They fucked me before, and mm-hmm. that was all EA. But I uh, I watched Rahul play Battlefront a little this weekend. Battlefront, so he's like, it's like it's not as bad as everyone says. It's it's gotten a little bit better. And then he was showing me the card system. I was like, oh, oh what the it's fuck? So, is it's so it hard. Like, star like, cards. Well, you see, I have this. Does this? I, was like, I gotta so, equip my so two star detonator because <laughs> I can't have the three. Because then I can't equip my three star jetpack. Yeah. Uh, we then we play like a little bit of Fortnite after that, and this is also after we were playing Call of Duty Four uh, Remastered oh, wow. online, where I was just. It, it was like we were just going through this. Like Adam's bragging that he has friends now. <laughs> oh, he's just, uh, Rahul's back in town. We we're just like playing game. It was actually, it was really fun. Just like, it reminded me of just like hanging out with your friend on a couch playing games all day. That's was like, nice. that's basically what we did. We watched Blade Runner and played video games. And yeah, it was a pretty cool day. But uh, it was just Call of Duty. I just forgot how simple it used to be and just how quick it is and how dumb it is. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. well, this is just fun. The frickin', you know, he's level one, so it was the constant, like, Whoa. heavy metal bass <laughs> kicking in every two Another seconds. Iron sights. <laughs> 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 you threw a grenade. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It was good. Well, it's it's funny, too, because Call of Duty uh, sort of... It, it definitely... It surgically extracted the things that people like about games, which is murder, and uh, sweet double bass metal hooks, and uh, throwing grenades. Um, and every game after that sort of... that, that Like... There was post Call of Duty world in Shooterland where games had to be fast and had to be violent and had to have numbers coming up on roulette re- wheels and stuff <laughs> or slot rollers. I feel like Far Cry 5's marketing is sort of the post Fallout 4 uh, thing where it, <laughs> you guys are. Jeez, I mean, the, the standard's already been bumped up, right? You you need something to engage you and hold your interest to to want to throw down sixty bucks on a on a video game. What comes after that? What happens when PR companies need to commission some Chinese? company to make a mobile game for them what's the next step the i don't know is it like vr advertising or or like <laughs> i guess vr experiences people are doing that with movies i think now. you just you try to get a uh, a gif worthy clip out there mm. and then that that gets put up on reddit or something and someone goes whoa looking pretty cool like, you know like running people over in a tractor and yeah. then people go what's this game and dog then, gif that way you at least get a <laughs> grassroots marketing thing going instead of the the asher turfing you're like, hey, I'm doing an AMA about, you know, Far Cry. Who wants to buy the game in theaters now? Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, AMAs. Woof. Those, uh, those come and go real quick, don't they? It's every day. I mean, well, that's Reddit. Yeah, yeah it's just Reddit works. It's just marketing now. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's always been a form of marketing, but that's what AMAs are. I don't oh, know. I'm, I'm legitimately okay. excited about the single player. Um, I typically am never excited about single player DLC. Just in general, Man. like really enjoyed Wolfenstein. Didn't mm-hmm. really even was not even interested in the single player the DLC. Freedom Chronicles or whatever. Yeah, I have it and I haven't started it yet, but I really want to. I, I just I don't know. I think once once I f- I feel like I completed the game, I don't feel much of a need to go back. That's typically just me. 
Well, no, it's it's no, everyone. It's, Adam. Yeah, I think I, okay. that's why I feel too. Yeah. That's why games are changing. That's why almost no games show you a credit sequence anymore because yep. you put it down and you stop playing it, and yep. then you don't buy the DLC. So uh, hmm. I thought Wolfenstein was kind of interesting in that. Did you, you finish the campaign? Yeah. So it's interesting. It did kind of. It was sort of a. It was a bit of a conclusion, but it was definitely a. It will keep going. Mm-hmm. So go play the DLC. Um, and I thought that was that was interesting, but. I mean, I think the the single player model of here's a game, play it for a week, and you're done. Even Zelda did it, and I didn't download DLC. I know Jacob just finished it. It took me like two months to do it though, because I wasn't <laughs> as motivated to play it. Yeah, I still loved playing it. It was exactly the same thing. I, yeah. I just I don't know. I, I felt like, I'm like I loved Zelda. I loved it. Yeah, it, it's a weird thing, I guess, to compare it to something like walking out of the theater of Terminator Two, and then a month later they're like, "There's more." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, but I feel satisfied in in what I did, like. So I guess I'm just not that I'm not diehard enough hmm. to in, to go back for that. That's just how I. That's the best, you know, freaking metaphor I can mm-hmm. come up with. Uh, but I don't know. I, I I just want to play this base game. I know it's it's written by um, Drew Holmes, who did was it Saints Row the Third, and oh. he he came in a little late on Bioshock uh, Infinite. Oh. But I like his stuff. Cool. He's got he's got kind of a twisted sense of humor, and <laughs> I think the cult aspect is really cool, like an American cult. Sort of thing. I think it's there's plenty of room for social commentary. So I just I hope it doesn't do what every other Far Cry game does, where halfway through it forgets what it started out doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, what was Far- the yeah. What was the last Far Cry you guys played? I played four. That's, I played. Yeah, I played like the first. Too. You mean to completion or just like picked up and played and then put down? Uh, sure. I didn't just at all. <laughs> I played. Uh, what was it? Primal. primal. I played an hour. I totally primal, skipped yeah. primal. Yeah, I played that. I tried playing primal. Couldn't get into it. It's a neat idea. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's but, that's a. I don't know. Finished four though. I liked uh, what's his name? Pagan. Pagan Min. Pagan Min was awesome. Is that Troy Baker? Yeah. Oh man. What happened to Troy? Where's Should he, I go back and play four? You think it's worth it? It has a really good co-op. Mm. Um, oh, you, really? Yeah, you can't do the story missions co-op, but pretty much everything else you can do co-op, and it's really fun oh, okay. to just like take these outposts and stuff and kind mm. of plan your attack with a friend and things like that. And does that does that like if you take outposts and stuff, does that carry over into your like single player save? Oh yeah. Okay, so that counts towards your completion. Yeah, yeah. Does it do it for both people? I think so. Yeah. Woo! That's my favorite kind of co-op. Yeah, you can actually use those vehicles that have guns on them and stuff. Okay. But the, so the thing that kind of got me about three, and this is this is going back and back and back, is uh, being you know being a, a fucking dickwad purist. I really liked the original Far Cry, which wasn't even made by Ubisoft. But um, three was kind of that Fallout Four progression, and it's weird to keep comparing the two. But so Fallout Four ditched a lot of the mechanical complexities of the previous games uh, in three and four, made the dialogue system easier, made the combat system easier. Far Cry Three did a thing with like stealth. Where it, it was badass, don't get me wrong, but it just felt really easy after a while. Once you unlock some perks, like once you can drop on someone, stab them, throw mm-hmm. a knife in somebody else, and then like lock onto someone and fly across the room and stab them too. <laughs> yeah. It makes you feel awesome, but it just felt like QTEs. Mm. Like I didn't have to aim, I didn't really have to plan. I could just sort of crouch and take care of take care of everyone without really doing much. Um, and I was just like, well, that's cool, I guess, but I don't want to do this for another 10 hours. <laughs> and well, fours I mean, you could, you felt like it was it. going that way. You could play it how you wanted. I mean, so... Yeah. Far Cry 1 was made by Crytek. Ubisoft, I believe, published it. And yep. then Crytek sold it. They moved on to go to the Crisis series. Ooh. Ubisoft picked it up for Far Cry 2, which I remember fondly. Everyone hated. 
because the guns degraded. Yeah, and there were malaria pills. Yeah, yeah, the malaria thing was <laughs> kind of weird. I thought it was awesome though. It, it created so many movie moments because so, like you're like in a sweet shootout and your gun jams and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. a lot or of people would, get like, really stressed. in your hands. I was like, that's kind of a cool. Yeah, it's a cool badass like action movie thing. Mm-hmm. And like and like if you're in a gunfight and you're like, oh, I'm sick, and you got to like knock back pills. <laughs> That made me feel cool. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I remember there was a moment in that game. It, it was, that one took place in Africa, I believe. It, there was a lot of things wrong with it, but there was a lot of cool things that they they built upon that carried on to like Far Cry 3 and stuff. Some progressive story stuff. But like, I just remember you, you get make like, friends and then you have to figure out if you want to work with them or betray them in the yeah, end. Yeah, because all things like you're hunting the jackal or whatever Ooh. it was, right? Yeah, um, an arms dealer. But then 3, I thought they... I was glad they didn't ditch the series then because then like, I yeah, they added sort of... The stealth element or the ability that, you know, the bone arrow and stuff like that, which I thought was, I thought that was just an added element. Did you ever play mm-hmm. uh, Instincts? There was a weird side, there was a weird side game uh, for consoles. Yeah. You like, so it was in, it was in like old Far Cry lore. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're Jack Far Cry or whatever. Yeah, you're like superhuman, right? Yeah. It's like the hunted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get like predator skills and then you can build these like straight up predator traps where the AI will like try to hunt you through a jungle and you're like crawling under huts and stuff. Yeah. I remember it had the most com- complicated series of buttons where you could like crawl, roll over on your back, pull out a gun and like shoot people through the slats of a of <laughs> a hut. It was kind of like, neat. That's pretty cool. Just like broken. Well, yeah. that, that was a weird time too, right? When when Ubisoft got a hold of Far Cry, they did the same thing with uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Or I felt like every week there was a new version of Chronicles. Like, mm. Escape from Butcher Bay. Going back to Butcher Bay. Escape from Athena. Yeah. Now we're with Athena. Dark uh, Athena. Uh, <laughs> I, Raw Fury or whatever. And then I, I couldn't tell if it was new or old or a, a DLC expansion. It was all very confusing Gotta get marketing. In that timeline, dog. But Instincts was part of that, too. They're like, it's Far Cry, but it's Instincts. Got to like, read what? up on the Riddickpedia. I'd rather not. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> David Twohey. Mastermind of, of Riddick. I thought I thought Far Cry Three had one thing that the other games didn't, which was Voss. Yes, uh, and like they kept touting him as like a really crazy, you know, insane character, or whatever. And he really was. Like yeah. he was a really compelling character to watch in a video game, which is very rare. He's barely in it, um, and he's barely in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but they always use him for the trailers and stuff, and it's really cool. Uh, four, they had Pagan Min, um, mm-hmm. and he was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, was he cool. seemed like a chill fella. Yeah, like the whole time he's just like, "Hey, how's it going?" Like I see you're just blowing stuff up. That's fine. So let's hang out later. Since <laughs> Adam Jacob, since both of you guys played more Far Cry Four than I did, and since Three had some commentary elements in it, I'm curious about a theory I had. Maybe I should just go back and play Far Cry Four and figure out. But is Pagan Min sort of the voice of the video game? It did seem like he had that contextual awareness of what was going on. He's like, "There's no laws here. We can do whatever we want. So let's just fuck around and have fun." Um, there was that was mostly his character, and I was like, is he is he like the developers talking to me? <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. I don't really yeah. remember. I mean, you basically summed him up. Like he is mm. very nonchalant about pretty much everything in that game, and that's where it had the the secret opening too. Where in the beginning he takes you prisoner and he sits you down. He says, "Wait right here. I'll be right back. I've got a phone call." And if you wait for like ten minutes, he comes back and he's like, "Oh, cool. You waited. I'll take you to the end of the game." Yeah. What? And, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. And he takes you to the end to what the the thing you're seeking. That you go through the entire game to find if you play it normally. And he's like, here it is. This is like why we're here. I'm just showing this to you. Let's go shoot some guns. And the credits roll. <laughs> Whoa. Cool. Huh. Yeah. That's the thing. And and I've I've uh I've opined about this before, but I in in a world full of in a world full of sequels or whatever, <laughs> and especially with like games and stuff, it's easy to get media burnout. Um, or it's easy to think that large companies just squeeze out sequels without trying much. I always respect that Ubisoft, even in their numbered franchises, really try to do new things with each series. Yeah, they do. 
Each Assassin's Creed yeah. has something in it that's it may not be successful, but at least they tried. Yeah. Far Cry three and four though felt very similar mm. to me. Well, and five, that's why I was five is a out. pretty. I, I feel like that's a huge uh, deviation from what they normally do. I like the cult thing. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of people don't tackle. I think they said they're taking out radio towers. That was one of the things. Mm. I I think I read that somewhere or saw it somewhere, but I don't. Know, I thought Ubisoft was getting a lot of shit for that for years, where they're saying a lot of their games just felt kind of samey. Climbing tower, yeah, climb this tower. <laughs> like, I mean, Watch Dogs. The is crew had towers. Creed. Yeah, um, and yeah, I, I wonder if sometimes I wonder. So it's <laughs> it's like if uh, I know I know that it's confirmed that watch in Watch Dogs Averse that Abstergo exists. Oh right. I do wonder if Watch Dogs One was meant to be some really like genre changing Assassin's Creed. Oh, interesting. And then they were just like, it's too different. <laughs> also, if we start a new property, then we got a whole new merch line. We got a whole yeah. new. Line That's how they made Devil May Cry. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be New Resident Evil. Yeah. What if you were like Wesker? Or you had Wesker powers, and I said, huh. "This is too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Call something else. Devil May Cry." I didn't know that. Yeah, that's really. interesting. It's basically just like a tech demo. Yeah. If you go back and play the original Devil May Cry, it's it's sort of apparent. There's like five levels. You run through them about three or four times each. Hmm. You fight the same bosses three or four times. Except this time, it's made out of lava. <laughs> Magma spider, that motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that drew me in. I'm sure it drew a lot of people into this game because you've got. All the other Far Cry's, you got like Far Cry Three on where? Where was that island that they got stuck like on? The tropics. It was like a, a tropics, yeah, like a South like Pacific the island. One, you got like Tibet and the Himalayas, yeah. and then it's like Montana. I, 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 mean, oh, I think that's okay. really super clever. I think that's a really good idea, um, and it's something again that a lot of people are kind of probably even scared to tackle. <laughs> yeah, um, and so I appreciate that Ubisoft is doing it, so, yeah. especially since they're what a French company. Yeah, or they, Canadian. Um, they're originally French. They've got they're originally French. Yeah. But I mean, they have a they the have a Shanghai studio. They have everything. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, I know. It's a they. They always say they always put that in the beginning of their game. They're like, "Hey, this is made by a bunch of different cultures, so you can't get mad at us." Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's like uh, Windows when oh, it's yeah. updating your computer and like your files are fine. Like, don't why, worry. Why are you attacking me as soon as the game starts? <laughs> Very yeah. confused. Ubisoft Montreal is making Far Cry Five. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's like. It's like, uh, was it Ubisoft Prime, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah. The guys who made Lara's Happy Adventures back in 1998. Oh. What the hell is this? <laughs> oh. Oh, that was like Lara Croft. Yeah. Nope. Lara. Laura. When they put that game out, they're like, one day, little girl, you will find <laughs> the dreams of many fresh men. <laughs> trying to find the first game that might <laughs> be Lara. Tarzan Untamed. Whoa. Tonic Trouble. Yeah. I mean, this is every studio, that. right? They got to. Oh, I remember Hype the Time Quest. They got to take garbage. To eventually make the things they want to make, they all look like that. They all look like little toy people. I think it's because they licensed Play Mobile. Oh, oh yeah, okay. you're right. I yeah. see now. They didn't even get Lego, which wasn't even a brand. They got Donald Duck going quackers. Like, Lego was a brand. <laughs> <laughs> Although Prince of Persia stands of time, that's the oh, real shit. Go. That's, that's about, I think that's when I first cared about what a Ubisoft was. Hmm. hmm. Okay. They had Splinter Cell. That was around the same time. What was that? Before? It was below. It was before. Oh, I'm just I'm just looking at Montreal. Oh, yeah, they gotcha. did do Splinter Cell. You're right. Oh yeah, shit. 2002. I guess that's the first. Splinter yeah. Cell was the first time I remember seeing Ubisoft as a logo. Mm. Okay, it's interesting to to see the progression of Ubisoft to go from licensing properties of Tom Clancy's or uh, Prince of Persia or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of convert those principles into their own game. So Prince of Persia became Assassin's Creed. I guess I guess Splinter Cell doesn't really have license a, Prince of Persia. They didn't want to pay it, right? And they didn't lose <laughs> it. They were just like, why are we giving all this money to Jordan Mechner when we can just make our own game? Yeah. Like, I mean, good luck. Go ahead. What are you gonna do? <laughs> and they did. Yeah. One of the uh, most popular game yeah. franchises ever. They made fourteen of them in the span of the three they made before. Oh, yeah. Far Cry Instincts Evolution. I want to see. Yeah, see. There he is. God damn it. There's Whoa. John Far Cry. Yeah. Look at how cool he is. Pick one name. Cool. Why is it Instincts and? Because it was a re-release. 
Instincts was the original game, then they re-released it, I think, on Xbox Live See, Arcade. it's just too confusing. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts my brain. A lot of Tom Clancy's Far Cry Vengeance? I don't remember Far this. Vengeance. I don't remember that either. Cool. See? Oh, on the Wii, that's why. Oh. Uh, Hold on, I gotta look up a trailer for this. I bet it's Far Cry on the Wii? Yeah, bud. Yeah, I'm sure it looks like garbage. <laughs> Ubisoft was one of the weird one of the weird companies that actually tried to support the Wii a lot. They jumped on the Wii hard. They did. They they typically rush any new console. Like mm. Nintendo, they, they did Mario Cross Rabbids right out of the gate. Just Dance was on there too. Uh, oh yeah, Far Cry. Vengeance. I already forgot the name. All right, yeah. thank you. What is he revenging? Whatever. I don't know the island. His boat. <laughs> he was on an ATV. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Because I uh, I remember the beginning of Far Cry. It's like John Q. Far Cry is on his boat. They <laughs> shoot it with a missile. He swims oh. ashore and then starts shooting everyone. Far Cry rules. I want to play that game again now. I mean, that was this what is... Crytek's first game. Yeah. yeah. First uh, first Cry Engine. Look at that aiming. Yeah, okay. pointer oh, controls, baby. You can't beat it. <laughs> God. <laughs> the thought of you carrying a gun like this, where you're just always... <laughs> I remember trying to play Call of Duty 3 tutorials on going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to... Uh, I was such a wee believer. Like, oh, we a, a believer, if you will. I was going to say it. I was up on Red Steel. Too. I was like, man, Call of Duty 3 you're is the superior. Believer. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> God, damn it. God damn it. It only took another decade for the Switch to come out and prove, prove me right. Whatever. What? Who's he looking at? I don't know. He's yelling at someone again. I don't know. <laughs> Goddamn computer. Red Steel 2 was some real shit, by the way. No one played it. But... Red Steel, I did. It was cool. It was well, awesome. That was the one where they're like, they, same damn thing Nintendo always does. It's like Trigun. Where they go, oh, we finally fixed it, but you need to buy a new thing yeah. to yeah. make it work. It was like when I got Majora's Mask from a friend. And I was like, hey, hey, uh, Don, uh, I can't, I can't play the game. This doesn't need expansion pack. What is that? He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to give that to you. <laughs> It's like your drug dealer. Yeah. Oops. Okay. Giving you a taste. Yo, for real was. though, this game's fucking sweet. Uh, you start off like these outlaws rope you, and then you're getting dragged behind a motorcycle. It wasn't as bad as it looks. You have a samurai sword. This game came out in like oh. what 2008. It, it, it is. It not was kind of cool. It yeah. looks cool. Damn right, it was. Cool. I thought it had like a cool cell shaded top. I mean, I played the first Red Steel. That game Whoa. sucked. Yeah. Good soundtrack I though. Played it. it was really bad. <laughs> I that was back when I was doing uh, the review stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember, I had to do that, and then like Call of Duty, we. Oh like, man! Call, call it Dweedy. Yeah, I guess, I guess like <laughs> Wee Wee Two. I guess they call. I don't know. It's call it Do Twee. Call of Duty <laughs> Three. Three. <laughs> because that was no, that was yeah. three, wasn't it? Kid friendly Call of Duty rated M for mature. Yeah. Uh, and then I I, um, I played Black Ops Two on the Wii U. Man, just bad ideas. Bad ideas. Why? Why? I don't. I was I was that was back when I was doing like one off videos from Machinima. Okay, they were like cutting yourself or like, something. Yeah, only playing it on the Wii. Yeah, I was doing port. I was doing port comparisons. You know oh, yeah, those that's videos. Important. Yeah, I I love fucking websites that still do that. They're like <laughs> you'll notice that the graphics are slightly different on the PS4 versus the Xbox. I love you, Total and Biscuit. <laughs> vastly different on the PC. Like yeah, no shit. Yeah, wow. Well, here's the side by side of yeah. the two console ones. There's no it's FOV like slider. It's just one yeah. picture. What a shame. If yeah. we zoom all the way in, all the way in. Watch every game trailer's <laughs> review from uh, 2003 to 2009. Like you got it. The game had slight. Screen tearing. I'm like, yes, every game had screen tearing because <laughs> it's on a goddamn console. <laughs> it was, Sweet. It was, I always, oh man, all oh, these graphics. Ooh. Yeah, it's too bad they lost the rights to that. Lost oh. the rights to what? To this intro package. I may still own it. We should just scribble over that and write Easy Allies. No, 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 not. I mean, game trailers doesn't exist anymore. Yes, they do. Yeah, they In, do. On page only, right? Well, the irony is they now exist only as a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Which oh is my god! Completely I mean, ironic. They, they don't have staff, though, right? Isn't it just rehosting trailers now? Basically, I mean, the, the game trailer started out as a—it was like the website to go to yeah. in 2002, 
because I was like the only place it was just all game trailers and then yeah then well, who bought it, it was Viacom yeah uh, well, and, then, and then Viacom to prove how great they were god this is so nostalgic so that is that is a dynamite segue um hold on to that for a minute because uh, sure. that touches on a larger topic about gaming media gaming news gaming coverage entertainment media in general you got it but first we got to hear from a sponsor Mac Weldon uh, when you're running around in Montana, you want to make sure that you're uh, you're clean, collected, and composed downstairs, or even upstairs. Mac Weldon is a fine purveyor of underwears and shirts, uh, socks, everything you need. I think I'm wearing undies and socks from Mac Weldon today, and my gosh, are they comfy! Uh, they have a line of silver uh, underwears and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. So if stank is a problem for you, uh, get that stuff. It's actually, I don't know if this is just my body chemistry changing, but my my scent has been Lawrence? altering <laughs> lately. Your scent? I haven't noticed that, Lawrence. I'm well, with you every day. Mm, okay, well that's good. That's good. That's good. It's just yeah. Sometimes sometimes when I'm rifling through my clothes, even maybe a little post wash, I catch a little little whiff of Lawrence on there. Hmm. Uh, not that that's a bad thing, but certainly if I had antimicrobial shirts and underwears, they would be uh, scent free. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I'll try to come up with the words for it. Uh, from from my smell. Body odor. Thank you. That's it. Uh, Mac Weldon also wants you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, uh, shirt, socks, whatever, uh, you can keep it and they will still refund you. Yeah. So quality product, uh, money back guarantees, all uh, satisfaction guaranteed. And, and on top of that, you can get 20% off by going to MacWeldon.com uh, and using our code DUDE. That's D-U-D-E at MacWeldon.com. Go check it out. Uh, they, they've sponsored this podcast a lot, and I mentioned this before, but they, they do change their lines pretty often. Uh, every time that they sponsor, they like basically renew for the podcast to go and see what they have, and it's always new. They are, they're always re, uh, relaunching their shirts and underwears and stuff, so maybe if, if before there were, you didn't find any colors or patterns you liked, go check it out again. Maybe they, maybe they got your hookup now. So once more, that's MacWeldon.com, and use our promo code DUDE for 20% off your entire order. So thank you for the sponsorship, Mac Weldon. And, uh, Thank you to us for covering gaming news, or are we even doing that? So uh, this is, I found this kind of interesting. Back in the day, uh, you would sort of rely on the, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, this is very nostalgic. Um, you would, so many reviews. Yeah, you'd, you'd rely on the experts, those who have devoted the time to developing, uh, developing um, their expertise, I guess, to tell you if a product is good or not and make a purchasing decision based on that. Those heroes could have been out Slain puss could have riding ATVs, but no, <laughs> they stayed the they stayed late recording Prince of Persia reviews. Oh, yeah, playing Prince of Persia for twenty five hours, <laughs> not practicing their motocross skills. <laughs> Brave souls, but it seems like the role of uh, enthusiast media, and and that's a, that's the polite term I'm going to throw on it is changing. Um, so Microsoft announced this uh, yesterday inside Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love that. <laughs> so no. God damn executive can think past the word inside. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Dude, when we were trying to come up with names for Inside Gaming, one of them, the name Inside, oh, it was called Inside Halo, right? Mm-hmm. It was called that only because they wanted to call it like the hot tip or something oh, like that. Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> that it sounds like porno. That sounds like an infected <laughs> penis. That's yeah, <I> <laughs> what it sounds like. And it was it was just like, I don't call it Inside Halo or something. We're like, all right, call it Inside Halo. It was like, so we're just stuck with that name because no one can Wait, can come up with they just announced this, Lawrence? Yes. Uh, it's a so what? Larry Herb has always had newswire. Yeah, I mean, what this is, right? What? There's some I mean, like, 
we, we were talking to them for a very long time about this. Were we? Yeah. Wait, oh, did, back at, what, three years ago? Yeah, this was years oh, and years back okay. in Machinima days. Oh, shit, we were. Yeah, this is exactly what this oh, is. Oh, they finally did it? They finally did it. Wow. They so, did it. So there you go. Uh, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were, I think we were talking to them about making this show for them. Correct. That's what it was. We were. Holy shit, we sh- I think we even gave them a pilot. Uh, yeah, we might have. We yeah, may have yeah. shot a pilot, which it was basically like, yeah, let's do Inside Gaming, but with Xbox news. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, I mean, oh. it makes sense they did it internally. Sure. Well, they yeah. have Major Nelson. That's, uh, yeah, the, the star power of, <laughs> of Major, <laughs> of Larry Herb. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's funny that you you mentioned that, that they're doing it internally, because that's kind of what everybody's company's doing. Uh, Nintendo has, oh, n- yeah. their Nintendo Directs. Yeah, right. Um uh, Ubisoft is public, like they publish their own short film. They have these slew of trailers they're all pr- internally producing. Blizzard does their, uh, those Jeff Kaplan videos. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's fascinating to see the sort of mouthpiece go from, it used to be companies would make their thing. Uh, enthusiast press would sort of swim in the wake, you know, eating the chum and trying to eke out a living <laughs> or, um, you know, playing, playing red steel for 20 hours instead of doing sick, sick BMX tricks. <laughs> Um, now it seems like publishers or uh, developers themselves are controlling the messaging directly to the, the viewer, and enthusiast press is just kind of there as commentary. Um, journalism still does happen, though. Uh, to to wit, uh, Eurogamers reporting that their sources say Diablo Three is coming to Nintendo Switch. This is after a cheeky little a little promo from Blizzard where they're turning on and off a nightlight, sure. which which they insist was meant to just be. Meant to just be a, a cute little promo. What does that have to do with the Switch? Get it, switch oh, the it's Switch! switch. Oh. <gasps> that's absolutely right! That, that's what I love, though. That, that, what, how long? Six second, to, I don't know what we're going to call it. It's not even a Vine. So clip, it's here. Whatever. Does not warrant that much text. <laughs> oh, well, okay, so yeah. Uh, Blizzard it's, said, quote, it's a fun engagement piece. Just this one video. But Eurogamer reached out to their sources. They did some journalism. Did some journalism. So here's the question for you guys, given that we have we, we did our stretch in gaming news, and I guess to a degree we still are. As a consumer, and also given that, you know, there are no war orphans in Darfur who are going to die based on the timing of Diablo 3's announcement. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I don't, you're right. Uh, do you think, or would you rather get the shotgun of trailers directly from the horse's mouth, or do you like getting the sort of, like, underground sort of CD reporting on a blog from Europe? Oh, that's a good question. I, well, I can tell you what the audience wants. What's that? <laughs> I guess I am the audience. Yeah. Um, I I would rather hear what someone whose opinion I valued or cared about could condense into something that I would want to watch. And that was always the new show we would make is there's a lot of mm. garbage and a lot of noise out there. America. Let's condense it to the most interesting stuff so you don't have to read that much fucking words. <laughs> <laughs> to see that Diablo 3 might come on Switch. Exactly. <laughs> like, you don't need that. And if you're going to do that, at least make it entertaining. Do, like, a funny Photoshop. Do a remix video, something. No. They got this it's, guy. They put the Diablo screen on the Switch? <gasps> Someone went to school for Photoshop <laughs> class. <laughs> wow. Nah, I'll take that shotgun of videos over the... Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I really? Think I will. You'll take the shotgun, but, but here's so the thing. you prefer the cleaner, like, more direct, more controlled? You have to go controlled. to each different outlet. So you're going to go to Ubisoft every day, and you're going to go to oh, Microsoft like, every day, and you're oh going to go to, like... Every so day? That, well, that's what I'm trying to say, is that, like... It's distributed, If the yeah. blogs weren't there, no. then you probably wouldn't pick up on all this stuff, right? Mm. That Microsoft blog is only going to report on Microsoft things. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Sony's only going to report on Sony. Or do you things. use like a? I mean, these, no one really uses RSS readers, but do you use an RSS reader or like oh, Reddit. something like that's Reddit? That's what Reddit's for. Google yeah. Now yeah. feed. Yeah, yeah, that's Which, what that is now. Oh, okay. that right there though. Yes, that is basically it's a hive mind, but that is someone dictating what should be interesting to you. Mm. And I think that's probably why people like going to Reddit. To Adam's point, is on Reddit. Well, these people are like me. They have opinions similar to mine. So mm-hmm. they're probably going to say things that I would think about, right? I would assume that that's why a lot of people go to Reddit. Not everybody, but most. Sure. And that's that's what that is. Well, that's so what that, trust their personality. There was that news aggregate for a while, N4G. Am oh, I yeah. Still be around? News no, for gamers? It's a ghost town, but yes. Yeah. But it's that, mostly just like weird op-eds that like, PlayStation really is better than Xbox, and here's why. <laughs> I was going to say, for, for the longest time, I was, and like, I, I never had, I don't, Never really had a bias yeah, like, in, in console wars or anything like yeah. that. I had my preferences on stuff, but I was always like, I'll just be in the middle. But I just remember the site being every like top things were like always PlayStation stuff. It's like if you're gonna be this pro PlayStation, <laughs> I I just it makes me hate you. <laughs> That's a good headline though. <laughs> PS5. It's well, it's it's utterly speculative. Oh, PS5 yeah, no, may play PS4 games. Sony patent updated. Absolutely. Site hasn't fucking. You could have just <laughs> made that up. <laughs> yeah, no. State of Decay 2 release date. Okay, yeah. that's something. God of War. God of War. Blood PlayStation. <laughs> no, God of War won't have microtransactions. <sighs> yeah, it's so it, it's funny because um, just call it fucking news for PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> when we were uh, when we were doing gaming news, being I I had to figure out how to mitigate being just a giant dork for just just gaming information at all. And then also re- reconciling that with the fact that most people don't care. <laughs> they just want to be entertained. Turns out people that like video games like entertainment. They want to be entertained. I, one of the things that always amuses me is that on Reddit, there's like the R Gaming subreddit and then the R Gamer News subreddit. Oh, yeah. And or- the gaming subreddit, which is just like GIFs and look at this thing explode yeah. in GTA, mm-hmm. has like 10 times the followers of Gamer News, which is just a bunch of angry people yelling about consoles. <laughs> oh, you, you missed the middle one, which is our games. Oh, that's just, right. Just hit a million uh, Reddit users or whatever. Really? To that. Yeah. And then I think even next to that, if you scroll down on the right, and you see the related subreddits. I think there's even like true gaming. Oh, no. Cool. Which, I mean, th- this is like. Yeah. When game people- society, true gaming, gamer news, gaming suggestion. Should I buy this game? G- ask games, game deals, build a. Oh, yeah. But I mean, th- this is this is really nothing different than the websites we grew up going on yeah. or like you know i would go to cheatcc.com for cheats and then they started doing news and then i'd go somewhere else <laughs> and then GameSpot, and it's just this all it's doing is aggregating information hmm. it's just doing it in a different way well and it's doing it and obviously our games is doing it in the way the largest audience wants to see it hmm. so no gaming and then that was always sort of the goal of i think any blog is to do it for the most people possible right well the the scary Fuck. thing with these types of oh, our gaming? 18 million yeah our gaming is is to my knowledge the biggest one yeah. well it's a default subreddit too oh okay so well when you sign up when you make an account you're automatically oh part of it, okay so. i didn't know that that's interesting yeah but yeah it's mostly just gifts of people yeah dicking around in games yep and 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 even like classical outlets find this stuff firsthand so like kotaku has highlight reel which is far and away their most popular video right um stuff they didn't make yeah Yes, but it's but it's also show. just like goofs, you know. It, it's not it's not the op-ed about how this one character in Final Fantasy revolutionized your sex life or something. Yeah. Um, because or, or Tim Rogers waxing philosophic about the translations of Final Fantasy Seven. Well, we've said this before. People typically don't care for this stuff, but those who do may be willing to pay for it, and that was definitely shown with uh, Daniel Dwyer yeah, doing no the clip. new clip uh, documentary yeah. series. Yeah. Those yeah. videos, some of them do really good, some of them do okay, but. That can't be done unless people are paying for it monthly. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm glad people find a way to consume I mean, the stuff they want. This is a tale right here. 
Monster Hunter Shoryukens, 149,000 views. Found in translation, Final Fantasy VII Part Nine, seven point eight thousand. Yeah, someone's got to make the oh. content. I guess. So it's like it's it's like the the bonus feature that's buried in a DVD versus the, the little skits they put out for Thor or something like that. One's fun and lighthearted. Turns mm-hmm. out that's what most people want. And I guess the the really core stuff is there for the people who want to brush down that far. But I think a lot of people who are in the core audience don't really realize they're in a core audience, and that most people who want to play games just want to watch stuff blow up. Well, right. I mean, sounded like you were about to say something, Jacob. Oh, right now. I was going to say, I was one of those views on that Monster Hunter Shoryuken video. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Let me click on that then. Because, yeah, there's like an emote that's a Shoryuken and they killed a monster with it, right? Yeah, there's a Hadouken one, too. <sighs> Capcom doing it. Unless that's oh, what I gotta talking wait, about. I got to wait all the way this? to the end. Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. It's, it's highlight reel. They just, yeah, they just posted it's just a, a clip goose. show of... I think I've seen that. The, what the hell? The Ewoks just, running in the sky. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, this, is, this is just like people submitting clips and then yeah. people sort cutting together and... Uh, this I is, think they just hawk Reddit for for like the good posts, and then they reach out to them and license the oh, clip. Yeah, we'll give you a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's, wow. that's what blogs have Look become. All these people blow up. That was actually oh, pretty cool. magical. <laughs> but yeah, and I guess in a semi-related topic, yeah, Kotaku launched their own uh, news aggregate show, Kotaku XP. Um, oh. And then, well, it only took them five years. Yeah, no, seven years. Wait, how, how come they weren't doing this a long time ago? Uh, because question. someone who now owns them probably said, video's the future. What are you idiots doing writing words? <laughs> and then he drove away in his Corvette. I don't understand. Yeah. Mercedes Benz. Also throw this out screaming there. Effigies. Uh, writing a lot about games does not equip you to be on camera. Not at all. So <laughs> there, there, was a, there was a really... That's personally speaking, no, no reflection on the quality. No, no, yeah, yeah. There's a really cool video. I want to say Vox Media did it. They're, Vox Media's YouTube channel is really well done. That's fun. Jesus Christ. Whoa. There's some there's parkouring Mario's and Luigi's. This is off the R gaming subreddit though. <laughs> exactly. See, this is like a hundred people would rather watch this, I think, than <laughs> some dude talking about. How do they not fall? Oh, anyway, Mario's. So have have you guys been to? Uh, I'm not sure if we talked about this before or not. But uh, you ever been to a website where you'll be reading an article, uh, some random thing you saw, and then above it there will be a video that's basically like highlighting what you're reading yeah, with text yeah, and all stuff. So I didn't know this. Those things are made by robots. Someone wow. didn't edit that. Really? There's a really good Vox Media uh, video that you can uh, watch on this, but it's it's a journalist talking about, oh, this is the robot that's trying to take my job, uh, because they, <laughs> this, this company has developed an algorithm that will just find the story, take the important stuff, find clips online, wow. put together, do the lower thirds, animate it all, oh, wow. and kick it out in like five minutes. <laughs> that's like the Matt Peak robot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But that's the thing is. Yeah, people always talk about, you know, the, the robots are taking our jobs. Like, they're taking all the jobs. Yep. <laughs> Which, depending on your view of things, is a good or bad thing. So. Well, it's all, it's also amusing that 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 process was simple enough for a robot to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, ro- like, robots do- robots can accidentally understand comedy. All, all of those, like, oh, we taught a, a bot to write an episode of Seinfeld. That stuff's never funny to me. Uh, some people find it amusing, but... I don't think a bot could ever fulfill, well, not yet. It'll be a minute before a bot can fulfill the entertainment side of it. So, yeah, yeah if you're, that's that's where it gets weird is a gaming gaming coverage is sort of, uh, sort of representing or is a reflection of news coverage and that most people now get their, get their news from entertainers. John Stewart mm-hmm. kind of led the charge or Fox News, at least, if you want to consider them com- uh, comedians or entertainers. Sure. Or, it's it's now more about the commentary than it is about the information that's being commented on, mm-hmm. or at least maybe to some degree it always was. 
but the uh, entertainment wasn't so democratized through YouTube to make that make that apparent. I think there's a real sea change, though. I mean, like back in what 40s, 50s, whenever Walter Cronkite was around, people wanted their news just news. Mm-hmm. They didn't want anybody to. And that's that was the that was the lack of personality of Cronkite. But that was the point, is that he only read the news. And like, if he ever commented on something, it was a, it was a huge fucking deal because yeah. he never did it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the one time he said the Vietnam War is a bad thing. Oh yeah. And <sighs> if I think it was LBJ was like, shit, Cronkite said that, yeah. and it's like that's, <laughs> that's real bad. Yeah. And, and that's that's also just journalistic standards. Well, but You're, that's the opposite now. Yes. What I'm yeah. saying is like we've Those changed been entirely to the opposite. Mm-hmm. I like oh, our right. our people are like uh like H three H three are just making videos, guessing about the news, and then being like, oh, wait, no, 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 that was wrong, that was wrong. But people still watch the shit out of it. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's always spun as like, hey, I'm human and I make mistakes, and at least I'm big enough to admit to them, even though you kind of did fuck a lot of people's days by being wrong about things. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, uh, that's tabloid journalism in a nutshell without yeah. naming a specific person or anything, but I think that's just how we have been taught to consume media hmm. and sort of regurgitate it of, hey, uh, Rumors suggest, you know, just ask people questions. are saying, I don't know where I heard this. Yeah. It was like, you could just say that no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, I, it's, I guess at some point, that's just what we want. Maybe if you hold up the mirror and you look back, you're going to be kind of disappointed in what you see. <laughs> it's like information isn't worth consuming unless it gets your blood pumping somehow. Yeah. I, I guess. And it's, at the same time, people probably don't want to hear the opposite of what they believe. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a studied and proven human dynamic. Yeah. People hate being confronted with information that contradicts their existing beliefs. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's an ongoing thing. That's why you have uh, news stations with political bias one way or the other, because they don't care. They don't they don't believe in what they're saying. They they care that you do and that right. you're watching like you're just a product or you're uh, maybe you're the yeah, you're the you're what they're selling anyway. So huh. whatever. Same. Uh. But yeah, I mean, oh, look at that. Yeah, a little, little, little digi- digipene there. A little rectangle. <laughs> so yeah, uh, not, to, not to get too heavy with it. I mean, uh, to, to take our own advice should keep things light and fun because that's what people like. But it's just, I find it interesting to sort of both be a part of, be, be consumer, producer, and also observer of these waves coming and going. Um, I don't know. Where I, do you think it's going? I, I mean, I think it's... Uh, where it's going, that's tough, man. I, I, I think it's, it's going to rubber band back. You think so? I, I, don't, I don't know. That's, the, that's what I think, Lawrence. You, you go mm. ahead. You... Oh, I, I hadn't even considered where it's going. I, I think it'll be this continuing... It's, it's tough because uh, I feel like we've seen a couple of big things in recent, in recent weeks, actually. Twitch and YouTube both updated their terms of service to sort of curb the pure democracy of content on their systems. Hmm. Twitch, Twitch is reeling back in on titty streamers and... Uh, Toxic streamers, people that basically sick their uh, their viewerships on people, um, and then YouTube. I mean, they were they were dropping strikes on Infowars, which could permanently remove their channel from YouTube. Uh, yeah, and that's a pretty big like statement. One more, right? I think that's yeah. what I read. Um, and Alex Jones is swearing that YouTube there's a giant conspiracy to take down his <laughs> channel, and YouTube is like, no, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> anyway, he never talks um, about conspiracies. <laughs> I think uh, so. What I see happening is, or rather, right now, what is happening is. You see various networks, private networks, mind, so censorship doesn't factor into this, um, finally making and enforcing some hard decisions about the content that lives on their services. Uh, So it seems like that's going to be the new stability for a while, is it's like, 
uh, we used to it used to be just a, a free show. If you could get eyeballs, no matter how you did it, that was the virtue. Now it seems like somebody's sprouted a bit of a conscience and some standards and practices are starting to step in. It's like Valve. They want to be so hands-off and libertarian about everything, and that per- that causes some really bad things to sort of foment on their services. Yeah. It seems like Twitch and YouTube have finally started to take some ownership of that mm. and some direction of it. Um, whether that's a... I mean, personally, purely personally, I think that's a good thing because I think that if people are allowed to say whatever they need to say to get people's attention. They'll say some terrible things. Because um, people, it only takes one. It only takes one Alex Jones. Um, and typically, you know, in old times, that person would just get, like, shouted out of the bar. Mm-hmm. They're just like, shut up, man. I'm trying to have a beer. And he'd be like, no, they're lizard people. And just, <laughs> just get out. But now, since he can go on YouTube and he's a sideshow <laughs> attraction, suddenly that's more marketable. It's created an environment where his craziness can be monetized. Well, um, on so the hopefully flip you side, money though, away. what if you, Lawrence, did some journalistic digging? Yeah. And while you were trying to figure out if Diablo was coming to the Switch, lizard people, <laughs> you <laughs> unveiled some big, vast conspiracy that Bethesda was funneling money through some uh, some illegal corporation, and that it was like this was a big deal. But because people saw you as kind of a nutcase, they said, "Let's just silence him." Mm. Doesn't that? Kind of get on. I mean, I, I believe me. I know where the line is drawn on freedom of speech on someone else's platform. Because yeah, you're free to go out to the the parking Street lot outside yeah, and go scream <laughs> uh, until the police ask you to move along in a you know in a nice way. But I'm just saying, does that just just because we can collectively go that person's crazy? Is that a good you know? Is that necessarily a good thing? Um, it, it's a fascinating question. Uh, I don't I don't know that anything like that. I don't know that you can make a universal statement about that. Um, a universal statement I'm comfortable in making is that when you allow people to vote with their eyeballs and their time, sometimes some very unsavory things get a, get pushed up, push up the chain. Um, now, I'm okay with that too, uh, because I think human beings also like it's never going to be 100% clean, and we shouldn't force that. That's fine too. I think that at people should people should be allowed to listen to Alex Jones being crazy if they want to, but I think the way that YouTube has been programmed um, in the nature that like watch time is paramount and chain viewing is paramount and that people are irrationally drawn towards conspiracies. That's another weird thing with the human mind. You you want to believe in the underdog and sometimes the underdog is an alternate version of reality. And if you want to go all the way down the rabbit hole, we can't perceive reality and we choose our own reality and blah, 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 you know, Plato and all that shit. Anyway, who cares? Um, <laughs> Nothing's real. Yeah, I think that I think that there, there is a moment where those things start to cause material damage to the world. And that, that is a judgment call. And I can see why other people would make judgment calls in other places. But I think it got well past the point of, well past the point of tolerance with YouTube and some of the stuff that's on there. Yeah, it's, I think it's pretty circumstantial, too. If, you, if, if you've got your, your um, Info Lawrence channel... And you're up there, like yelling at you're you're at your your desk yelling about how Diablo three is coming to the Switch and Bethesda did something terrible. Like that doesn't really cause any harm. Like it's like oh, it's this person's just kind of wrong about a video game thing or right. You there never might, know. There might be some jobs lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I was bring that up. The the Diablo um, three leak, if it's true, that may cost somebody their job. But I think what, J- what Jacob's getting at. Go ahead. Jacob. Yeah, I think I think yeah. I know what you're getting. At. Yeah, but then on the other hand, you've got like Alex Jones over here, who. It's like usually you see him and he's yelling. It's like, oh, look at this crazy person. But then you got him yelling to his millions of viewers about like um, like the 
the Newton school shooting being a hoax or something oh, right, and yeah, like yeah. staged by the government. And that's when it's like, okay, that's, a, that's probably that's a pretty big some deal. terrible people. It's a people. much larger deal than video games. Yeah. I would agree. And there's oh, a there's a yeah. passive intent too there to to hurt or silence people, which is amusing considering people shout censorship. But uh, yeah, I guess to me, and and this is my personal thing, when I can tell that someone is either accidentally or, or purposefully manipulating people, that's when I that's when I start mm. to think like, okay, somebody should step in here and change this. I mean, history is filled with manipulators, and history is also filled with people who recognize the manipulation and try to stop it. Sandy Hook, I was I was incorrect. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandy Hook. There's so many. Yes, <laughs> it happens every time. It happened yeah. uh, happened in Florida. So, but yeah, I, I again, it's a subjective thing. Uh, I I respect I respect the dedication to the purity of free speech, um, but. The weird thing is YouTube choosing which speech to allow is with t- entirely within their rights and also part of the libertarian dream, too, that corporations should be able to do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. So it gets it's, weird. It's hard to have a belief in anything and then not see the world in black and white because I don't know, everyone's different. Everyone says different things. Everyone does things differently. I don't know what someone's intent is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Taking it back to uh, Far Cry. I don't know what Jim Jones's uh, intent was when he started that cult back in the 70s. I don't know if it was to have a bunch of people kill themselves down in South America, but the holy shit, <laughs> like shit got dark, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was like, uh, at, if you watch some of those early videos, if, have you guys ever seen any of the Jim Jones stuff? No. It's frightening. No. Uh, if anything, if you want just like a real kind of like early primer on it, you can just, yeah, you don't need to look any footage at it. it it's like the footage that exists is already scary. Uh, he was this cult leader in the 70s. And if you watch the CNN series, the 70s, I think mm-hmm. it's on Netflix. You can watch it. They do a whole episode. The 70s sucked, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Disco. Well, that was the best part. The yeah. rest of it was Manson and Jim Jones. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> towards the end, yeah. Electric Light Orchestra, the <laughs> cars. Was, uh, well, they, didn't, they don't touch on that too much. Yeah. <laughs> but he had this cult in the 70s when there, you know, race problems were still a thing, but it was black, white, didn't matter. Everyone was coming together. They're all having this good time. All oh, praise the Lord. We're all, yeah, this is all great. But the guy was kind of a, a scumbag, kind of a, some creepy stuff about him, some like underage sex stuff going on. Kind of. Yeah. And so he said, I mean, absolutely was. Yeah. And he's like, let's all, let's all go down to South America. Let's get out of here, everyone. And then there's a news crew went down and did a story on him and he wasn't too happy with the way the story was going. So as they're getting on the plane, they opened fire on the people oh and there's like they recovered some of this footage and then they have the people who go down and it's just mass bodies everywhere holy shit that's Jesus. that's the drinking the kool-aid thing and you you look at it and it's like that that stuff stuck with me for days oh, or it's man. like there's this just disturbing footage of just you, you have to just imagine everything that went through there and so you look at a guy like that and go you manipulated a lot of people whether they're smart stupid no one knows but I, you have to wonder, were your intentions at one point good and then you had some really bad judgment calls? <laughs> well, that's like you were saying. Or, or was he just an evil person to begin with? Yeah, you, you were saying know. like it's hard to do a black and white, but like at some point, society has drawn a line. <laughs> we have said like, <laughs> oh, oh murder legal. is too far. Well, like, <laughs> that, well, that's the other thing too. Yes, there was murder committed, but then a lot of those people drank that Kool-Aid willingly. Oh, sure. No, some no. of them didn't. But and, that's suicide. They're yeah. allowed to do that. So and and then they are legally no uh, yeah, no. yeah that's, that's they have true. to stop you if you're trying to commit suicide yeah, well, suicide is illegal they have to stop you but what I'm saying is like if you wanted to you could go do it no. with, with murder everyone admits that that's a crime like that's right and everyone's like you're gonna be prosecuted for it that's mm. just that's you know like same with stealing or anything like that unfortunately not everyone yeah, it sounds an awful yeah, lot true. like far there's a very five. small percentage of people there's a whole movie 
come out. I think it may have come out already. Death Wish, where it's all about, hey, go murder people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's about that. He's, he's absolutely murdering he's, people. Well, he, it's a, he's a vigilante. Yeah, the, the subtext is the system failed. So, right. But I think, again, underdog tale. Um, <laughs> oh, he's I, a regular Rocky. I mean, that's that's the subtext <laughs> the of the film. Um, and, and a lot of, to, to I guess wrap it back to, to new media or whatever, YouTubers use that. Uh, they weaponized that fucking narrative. H3H3 got his launch because he said full screen was fucking him over. Hmm. Which, it was like the fourth or fifth such scare from him, but that one got up our, our videos and he was off to the races at that point. So it's, hmm. whatever, man. I'm, I'm not that, like... That, that's the, you're talking about right there, that's, we've seen that for years. Yeah, of course. That's, that's the... I'm not saying that's bad because, yeah. again, I trust people to vote with their eyeballs and if, if they can't, if they can't or don't want to or don't even care to notice that trend or that narrative, sure, fine. That's fine. That doesn't well, hurt anyone, really. Except right. that everyone has to play that game now. Yeah, but there could be an energy crisis going on. And then somebody's like, did you see what Kendrick Lamar said about uh, Nicki Minaj? They go, no. <laughs> what? They're like, you got to check this out. These yeah, guys, but... they're, they're feuding. <laughs> like, <laughs> why do I care? Got people, people like drama. Well, they, they, what do people they call like it? The, the opiate of the masses. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's, so, so that's to keep everybody cool. Sure. Keep everybody like, ah, you know, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. You can go read about Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess also it makes it easier too when you can pick a side. And like, oh, always. Yeah. That, that was that was sort of my. That, that looks like a weird game. This is Mech Warrior. Okay. Dude just stomped on a, a fucking a tower. patrol tower. Yeah, it was awesome. Like a giant baby just stepping on <laughs> stuff. Uh, but like like with the Oscars and stuff, people were like, "Man, I can't believe Shape of Water won. This should have won." It's like, who cares? Like, you get nothing out of this. <laughs> you can like or hate the movie. It doesn't make a difference. It's still it's there just because there's a statue that stands next to it means nothing to you but it pulls them it pulls them out of their own life no i know yeah you it, know? It, like it, it it's fun to cheerlead right yeah yeah it's yeah. fun to have something to sports root for teams. yeah go, same, same deal go local sports you know, like teams. it's one of my favorite things when people say oh yeah we won yeah last Sunday. you didn't we, do anything like, we <laughs> i hate that <laughs> hey, but, but people do that i so okay that this has bothered me for years <laughs> what if you buy season tickets you make the franchise profitable. Yeah, that's true. You contributed to them. And then they can afford a higher salary cap or whatever. No, oh. Sure, but uh, okay, uh, let's get more granular with it. If someone it. watches our content, they're also a first member, and a video goes and doesn't do so well, does a, a random fan watching our content go, man, we could have done better. And I'm standing there <laughs> looking, I'm going, who? Zandy, yeah. Zandy's still out there making sex wing fan art. That, hey. God love you. I, you know, I've actually seen that a couple of times, and it blows my mind that people uh-huh. have that much of a, like a hive mind with us. Um, and actually, it makes me kind of excited. If I were on the Pittsburgh Steelers and there was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan that kept saying, wee, 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 I'd be excited about it. I guess you know, like, maybe, I, I feel like th- this this could be anyone, but imagine if there was a football player who busted his ass. What is it? Like maybe half a percentage of all people who go into college go into like yeah. the actual play the sport. And then some dude with like on, on a rascal <laughs> and a backwards hat and a scarf, and he's like, we could have done better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Fuck you! Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. What did you do? Yeah. I mean, we get we get our version of that. We do people who what, you know. What's our version? Uh, people complaining about like, uh, specifically, uh, given given the last year plus of dude suit, people, uh, people gently informing me that audio is actually really easy to do, <laughs> and telling me all the easy fixes. Oh, just throw a compressor on it. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, there, there's no shortage of people willing to give you an opinion. Well, sure. right, but see, they, they've invested or themselves, they, it, they, and that's that's sort of one of the things that we accepted when we started this job. Was sure, that we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, absolutely, you know, like just just like everybody, when you when you play for the Steelers, yeah. you know there are going to be millions of people being like, 
Why didn't you do that one thing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Like, what the fuck? I'm a quarterback. Hey, when I was sitting in my lazy boy with uh, a couple chips on my belly, <laughs> I and I was watching from an eagle eye view, I'm wondering, why didn't you see that, that linebacker? It took me 20 years of hard work to get here. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and on that same note, I fucking hate it when people say we're pregnant. Oh, oh yeah. no, no, she's you're not. Pregnant. Yeah, no, she's did it. You <laughs> just ejaculated inside of her. I thought and Bones had a baby difficult. in him for so yeah. long. It was hard yeah. for you to finish inside that vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. The butthole's right there. You could have missed. It's so hard. We're pregnant. I talked to, I was talking to Bones and Allie about that. I was like, I fucking hate that. And they're like, we, t- us too. Yeah, no. And I was like, I'm like, you're doing the hard work, Bones. How did you, a bit of a non sequitur. I'll ask after the ad read. Do ad read yeah. <laughs> if you're looking to get pregnant, you're going to want to dress the occasion. So you need to go to Black Tux. Uh, remember that I said this for the rest of your life. No one ever got laid that wasn't wearing a tuxedo. It's true. Uh, the Black what? Tux lets you create your look and choose from tons of stylist selected outfits. Uh, Black Tux is rental tuxes by mail. So why go to a tailor and have them cup your balls when you can do that yourself at home? Uh, you basically just uh, take your own measurements. You put them in black tux. They si- they ship you a tuxedo by mail. They give you plenty of time to try it on. If it doesn't fit, you can exchange it again by mail. And then you just return it after the event, uh, after you finally get that baby up inside your, your significant other or inside yourself. Hey, no judgments here. Uh, so yeah, if anything's less than perfect, they'll send you a replacement right away. So all you have to do is just fill out the online website. They say suits usually retail for $1,200. For good one, at least. Uh, Black Tux Rentals start at just ninety-five, so uh, you can you can make your baby on the cheap, and yeah, you just uh, return the suit when you're done. Shipping is free both ways, so you don't have to worry about that. Those they have prepaid mailers. Actually, I sent back some faulty RAM today because I am living the sex-having lifestyle, and the guy in front of me was shipping back a Black Tux shipment. Oh, yeah. All he did was drop it on the counter and walked out, and the lady had to tape it up after he was done. And I bet she thought he looked really attractive holding that box. So consider that. Uh, you can get $20 off your purchase just by going to blacktux.com slash soup. Once more, that's blacktux.com slash soup for $20 off your purchase. Uh, premium rental suits, tuxedos delivered. Thank you, Black Tux, for your sponsorship and for uh, single-handedly preventing the decline of the human race. Because, man, those tuxes look good. It took me a long time to figure out how to tie that bow tie. <laughs> so I've never done one. Yeah, neither way. Uh, Always do a clip the on. The flap is is what gets me. Just talk to Joel about it. <laughs> All right, uh, I got something for Bruce to read. Oh hell yeah! That button. Let's do it. There it is. There's my header. Yep, Ooh. you got it. Um, Jacob, you're gonna be you're gonna be part number two. Oh, here. we're doing part this, two. are we? Yeah. So this is this I'm is suit for this. This is dangerously close. Yeah, this is dangerously close to a show we're not allowed to make anymore. <laughs> um, oh. But uh, all right, so Bruce, well, we've never gonna... signed that paper. <laughs> That's true. You're right, <laughs> Bruce. You're gonna be in white. Uh, Jacob, you're in blue. All right. And uh, the panels are numbered, so just just try and uh, you got it. Try and make it flow. Take it away, gentlemen. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I believe this is a text conversation. It is via text yes, between though. two people. All right. You're a feminist. Are you a virgin? No, I am not. If you are not a virgin, then what are you a feminist for? Me not being a virgin has absolutely nothing to do with the believing in equal rights for women and wanting to stop the unforgivable acts committed against women across the world every day. For example, oh boy, link. There's a whole link. You don't have to read it all. You don't read it. It's fine. Lowell, so are you married then? Since you lost your virginity to the one you love for the rest of your life? Virginity is not a thing. Not really. It is a social construct meant to make people, especially women, 
feel badly about their sexuality and sexual experience. It is a way of policing other people's bodies and passing judgment on how they use them. It is, at its very core, a way of controlling and subjugating women. Do I have to read all of this, Lauren? Oh yes, please do. Holy fuck. You don't- I mean, if you really don't want to- I'll do my best. LOL! OMFG, do a little research on your own. Your virginity is used to grow the size of the dick of the one man who you have sex with, thus the man you marry your husband. To become the size you most want your man, the husband you marry, to have. If you wasted your virginity and it's not with a man you love and marry, then you've wasted your chance to grow the dick of a man who you love and cherish, not for his size. Also, this is how dicks get so huge, fucking goddammit. You need to do a lot more research to stop believing in false advertising. Oh my god. Yeah. The virginity. As you have no idea, apparently, is for one woman to specifically grow the size permanently of the male dick to the one dick. So either you got plowed by a huge dick because you're a skank, or you're a virgin waiting to grow her husband. So, OMFG, that quote, you should slash you would do a lot better in life to not believe what people tell you and actually do research. Oh. My. God. So you wasted your chance to grow your one man who you truly love. As soon as your vagina gets plowed by something bigger than the man you want to grow, he cannot grow with your vagina. Oh my fucking God. Who rigged you? Lol, holy shit, that whole quote you sent me is a lie. So that you lose your virginity and think that it's okay to do so, you've been falsely led to do something by someone else who has tricked you. Fuck. I'm not even fucking feminist and I have more respect for women than you. Holy fucking, oh my God. So now either you can wait for a guy who already figured this out like me, or you can marry someone with a little dick and never have the chance to grow his dick to be the perfect pleasure hammer anyways. Pleasure hammer? <sighs> I just thought it would be nice for you to, you know, what you've been so poorly and falsely misled into believing. And you actually believe that! You freaking twisted whore, go fuck any guy you want when it comes time to getting married and all the hung nice guys are taken and you can only find the fat losers! I'll know why. Sincerely, Mitch. Oh, he, he, there's a PS here, too. Uh, the virginity of a woman- it's all in caps. The virginity of a woman is used for the woman to get the dick size and the one man who she loves, actually loves, for the rest of her life to always be able to please her with her size. It is not to be thrown away to random men to let them fuck her! OMG! <laughs> you should stop being feminist now, lol. This is really... I'm hurt and depressed because you're so unaware. And no, you cannot grow the dick of a man if you've been stretched. Not maximally. You can grow him an inch, maybe two. That's assuming the man starts at the average five-inch size. She's <laughs> a scientist. If you are a virgin and you sleep with one man and he sleeps only with you and you do the growth stretching and techniques, which if you don't know how to do, you can easily look up the word jelking. You freaking lame-o. And so once you have a man doing the jelking with a virgin, <laughs> and, <laughs> and neither of you cheat on each other, this mere fi average five-inch dick can become ten-plus inches in a matter of a year or two. So either you can waste your virginity and be a whore, or you can invest your body for the rest of your life to the man you love. And you don't have your virginity anymore, honestly. I'm just the messenger here, but since I'm still a virgin, good luck with your adventures, fucking random douchebags, lol. I'd not mind being your friend because it seems like you are missing a few very important key facts about life in general. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yo! This is the funniest thing I've ever read in my entire life! Thank you! I have never laughed so hard. Ever. It's terrible that you can't realize the truth when I know this is fact through experience. How do you know it's a fact if you are still a virgin? You don't need to worry about what the truth is. I've devoted more than five years of my life to researching it. That's not your area of expertise, hon. Don't question what you don't know. Or go hit the books and research it yourself, Jesus Christ! There's been a great many people to do this already, lol. You are going to be very upset when you have sex and this doesn't work, bro. 
Good luck, though. I told you like 200 times it works. I don't know why you're stuck on something that is real and true. That your mind just cannot believe man. Lol. Fucking feminist idiots. <laughs> ah, it's good Adam. to take in the arts. <laughs> hey, Elise, welcome to the show. I was drawn by this siren song. <laughs> I know. Elise <laughs> walks in as I'm shouting at a woman. Yeah, there's a there's apparently the, there's apparently a school of thought that a virgin's vagina will make a man's dick bigger. I've heard this. Before. I've really? never heard that I've before. Heard That's that incredible. New to me. Yeah, I've heard that. But not, yes. not, as, not in a serious way. I've heard it as a joke. But. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the stigma that. That babies can cure AIDS. That's a thing. I mean, that, in, in, oh. So, during <laughs> never the, heard during, that one. in the AIDS epidemic in Africa, you would find situations where you would have people abducting shit, babies because there was this stigma, this uh, belief that that purification of that innocence that you could cure AIDS. Wow. Yes. I did not know that. What yeah, would you do with the baby uh, to cure the AIDS? I mean, there were there were lots of stigmas at the at the height of the disease. There were lots of stigmas about how you could cure oh, it. Anyway. Man, Africa. Woof. You guys are all right. Uh, all right, so Elise is here. Hey. Uh, thank you for joining us, Elise. Thanks for having me. I needed me. your expertise for something very important, and that's our McChicken sandwich. Uh, I'll bring my expertise. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's headlines. She's expertise, everybody. Slamming down on that grill. Apparently. God damn it. Fucking ads add. with sound. Um, McDonald's is adding fresh beef to Hell their yeah. menu. Finally. Can you believe it? Uh, I don't know, Elise. I'm, I'm curious to hear what your take is on this because change is scary. Uh, some of the some of the top bits from this is a report from CNBC. McDonald's is a burger company, and there's no better place to start with than our burgers. Chris Kempsinski, president of McDonald's US, told reporters ahead of the announcement, McDonald's fresh beef launch has been in the works for more than four years, helped along by Joe Jasper, who has uh, been with the company for more than 40 years. Jasper owns 20 McDonald's locations in the Fort Worth area of Texas, and was the very first franchisee to test out fresh beef. Quote, I talked to my staff and asked them, what do you think we should do? Jasper said. They said, well, Joe, we can't let the drive through slow down. So that got us thinking. The only way to make a burger fast is from a fresh steak. So we started experimenting with fresh beef. There you go. Whoa. In fact, the fresh beef patties actually cooked 20 to 40 seconds faster than a frozen patty, according to McDonald's. After the test of fresh beef in more than 400 restaurants in Texas and Oklahoma, the company said it received a 90% satisfaction rating from customers, as well as a 90% intent to repurchase rate. So there you go. McDonald's suppliers spent upwards of $60 million updating their supply chain to transition from quarter, frozen quarter pounders to fresh ones. Cool. Wow, what do you think? Uh, there's a great, I, th I believe it's a revisionist history podcast episode about when McDonald's changed the original recipe of their fries oh. because they wanted to... Uh, they just they had a lot of moving beef, right? The beef. Yeah, there was, it was animal it fat uh, oh, that they yeah. cooked them in, and yeah, so there yeah. was a lot of resistance. You know, emerging diets and and <laughs> and what's in terms of like health good for you to eat. Mm -hmm. um, there was some resistance to them continuing cooking in animal fat, so they changed their original recipe. And now, you know, my understanding is they also got into trouble in India because they were selling like people thought the fries were vegetarian. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, think that's just what I remember because you said it was like what fifteen years ago, maybe. I think it was, I want to say, early 90s oh, wow. that they changed, okay. to, they stopped using animal fat. So there, there's a, there's a, there are generations of people that don't know what those McDonald's fries tasted oh, yeah, like. you're right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think McDonald's in their, in their, <sighs> James always makes fun of me because I can like 
down a McDonald's meal really, really fast. And he's like, they're great. He's like, you can do that because it's so heavily processed. So it's made in a way for your body to digest it and absorb, like, hmm. for you to be able to, to down that in such a fast way. They're really good eating in the car. Yeah. Real clean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I ate McDonald's like on my way home the other night. I had like chicken nuggets. <laughs> Burger and fries before I got home. I live like 15 minutes say, like from a 10 here. Minute drive. Yeah, I ate it all. Um, it's just like a like one-handed meal it. too. Uh, and just graft it to your arm. Uh, I think there are certain McDonald'sisms to the way that they make their food. Mm-hmm. That like the, the the fact that they it's frozen, I'm sure gives us it gives something. It gives some kind of texture to yeah. that to that meat. Just the same way that cooking in animal fat is going to give you a specific taste. And I can tell you, I think I've told this story in the podcast before where I was at a McDonald's and I got my burger and I started eating it and there was a sticker, like I guess from their oh. their fry line, they had hang stickers to like hang their receipts and it had fallen and had gone on my burger. It was there and I had just started eating it. So I took it back to the counter and I was like, excuse me, don't want to get anybody in trouble. It, was, it seems like an honest mistake. There's a sticker on my burger. Can you please just swap it out for another one? And the manager was like, "You know what? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do you better. I'm gonna make you a fresh burger right on the grill. Nice, fresh oh, patty, wow. cooked right on the grill." And I, I'm like, "Uh, okay. <laughs> it tasted worse. I would, I would have rather just taken the sticker oh, no. off of the burger and oh, eaten it than, than like it was worse. Yeah, there's heat lamp magic going on at McDonald's. There's heat lamp magic. Yeah, heat lamp magic would be a great name for our band. Um, <laughs> but so I do think that there are weird McDonald'sisms that that in their bad way make food taste like disgustingly good and mm, I'm, right. I'm wondering if the fresh beef could be a flaw maybe um consider i the way i consider it is that mcdonald's pre like sciences their food such that they know that it's going to be sitting under a heat lamp they know it's going to be wrapped in a bag for a little bit so i'm pretty sure that they plan that in the science of the, the food mm-hmm. prep so yeah a burger fresh off the grill probably wouldn't taste right oh, absolutely I've- McDonald's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, I was just gonna say just McDonald's is the blizzard of fast food <laughs> because Blizzard. You know what they do with uh, all their testing? They told us with Overwatch is they test all of their games before they released Overwatch. They tested on 150 pings, and I remember being like, "That's a, that's genius because that's basically that's way higher Super than what human. normal people would be playing. They, yeah. Like normal people are playing at like 30, 40, 50 pings, and they were playing on 150 all the time. So they're like, "This is probably gonna be about the the place that people are playing it." That's what I feel like. That's what McDonald's might do too. Is they measure it all out and they're like, oh, they're gonna eat it off the heat lamp. They have to wait a few minutes. They gotta eat in the car. Blah blah blah. They do all the research. Yeah, there is. It's an exact science, like you said. I, I would love. I've never been to one of those like fast food facility testing labs. Oh yeah. Where they're coming yeah. up with new flavors or they're or they're planning out those systems. I would love to visit one. Uh, in the revisionist history episode, I I believe that's the podcast I was listening to where they talked about the fries. They did a taste test where they matched that old recipe mm-hmm. and then they had a bunch of kids who were like, you know, in, in their teens. That's perfect. Taste testing fries. That's perfect. And they were, they all chose the old recipe hmm. as like the, wow. the, the supreme so weird. Uh, recipe. And I was like, wow, what if we get into that situation where we have a whole generation of people that don't know what frozen beef McDonald's tasted like? You're right. I, you're, I never thought about that. Huh. I'm worried. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what those old fries taste like. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He's yeah, don't change a good. I, I barely know. Too. Don't change a good thing, though. I, I don't remember. I mean, like I had those McDonald's fries, but yeah. I have no idea what they tasted like now. I'm sure if I tasted both side by side, I would know. But I'll never know. It's just like the Matrix. Was the, I don't know what a, t- a steak tastes like. <laughs> is the, the fresh beef was that on like every burger or just like I the hope not. Pounders? 
Um, I feel like I, ju- I just saw on here somewhere that maybe it was question. just quarter pounders. Uh, in and out has been doing this for years. That's what that's what in and out is founded on is fresh beef. Oh, they've already done it with quarter pounders. Yeah, but okay. it might be everything. <laughs> I mean, are I don't you guys know. excited for this? Would this encourage you to go to McDonald's more? It's odd. Uh, I remember. I <laughs> well, yeah, when I was when I was in college, I used to remember like Jack in the Box was on the forefront of, of bizarre fast food uh, items, and I would always try out new ones. Like, oh, they put nacho cheese on it. Let's go eat it. Um, there's not a whole lot of room in my diet these days for to keep up on fast food trends. Sadly, I went to a Taco Bell like a week ago, and I was like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. What happened? I used to know this menu like the back of my hand. Most of it's still there, but they got some new stuff. It's pretty good. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I think I would. If there's one thing that I was, I was, I was thinking a while ago, like what what are the American exports that I can be proud of? And I think I think the McDonald's is probably the number one. Uh, the point of pride of American culture. Hell yeah! It's it's just so everything about it is science. It's meant to be as palatable and warm uh, and comforting as possible. It's horrible for you. Some of it is, but they've been they've been working on that too. So they're yeah. course correcting they have to stay with now. Them. Yeah, well, they've apple had apples for years. Actually, <laughs> I also feel like their portions are a lot smaller than other fast food restaurants I go to. Really? I think huh? I think you're probably right. Yeah, actually. like you see any yeah. Carl's Jr. commercial, oh, it looks. God. Awful. Carl's Jr. is it's like There's no way that that can fit yeah, in I, anybody's mouth. I do think <laughs> this is the, these are the hard hitting things for me. I think that's smart, <laughs> though, because it's McDonald's responding to a new health conscious, at least in America, culture, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and them mm-hmm. saying, "Well, we're gonna still. You may have the option still with your large because they do even do like an XL, right? Or am I imagining? They do. Yeah. I don't know. Shit, I mean, I know awesome. you do, you can you can upgrade to a large option. You're making yeah. me fucking hungry right now. I know. It's I would love to go to McDonald's probably. right oh, now. I love McDonald's. Um, mm. But I mean, I usually just get a medium. Yeah, they got their breakfast bowls yeah, that's now. What I do. You can't go out overboard. That's too much. <laughs> I have a few strategies for mixing and matching, of course. <laughs> I just yeah. need American McDonald's to get on this egg burger train. <laughs> oh, grimace! Egg Imagine. burger. Yeah. That stuff is all over Japan. They love eggs on burgers. Oh, yeah. Bring it oh. here. Eggs on everything, really, yes. I guess. Every last thing, put an egg on it. Also, they, they just have the perfect little circular eggs. Um, they're perfect. McDonald's are perfect. Yeah, it's like an egg patty. Oh, all it's the best. McDonald's is the best. It is the best. It fucks you up so bad. Once I had it twice <laughs> no. in one day, and I was fucked oh, for really? like a week. <laughs> yeah, I, it was, it was, I was fucked, but it was so good. I, I can handle any amount tolerance. of McDonald's. Yeah, I know you do. I, my tolerance has gone way down. Because I used to, I used to eat McDonald's like once a week, when I was like twenty five. Fuck, man, it was fucking. <laughs> that sounds awfully familiar. Again, the only, yeah, <laughs> the only time I've ever regretted McDonald's is that time I went through an entire twenty pack of nuggets by myself watching Tango. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was horrible, and I <laughs> dunked sweat. it in honey too. Yeah, no sweat. All right, I can I do mean, that. I, I had two pies as well. Oh, 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 oh you're tacking oh, on those pies there. <laughs> I, was, I was a big <laughs> man. Ten, ten nuggets, that feels like nothing when you're done. It's like, man, it does. I'm kind of yeah. sad that it's over. My favorite, like. If I'm going to McDonald's and I'm like, I'm not going to try to be like health conscious at all. I do like a 10 nugget combo and then a double cheeseburger. Hell yeah. Mm. That's what I and eat. And the fries, right? Some, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a combo. You yeah. got to yeah, get yeah, those yeah. fries and that sweet and sour sauce. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes when I'm shit. like, um, I'll do a, a happy meal. So I get the four nuggets and oh, then the so uh, double cheeseburger on the side. Double cheeseburger on the side. And I get a a more fries instead of toys. I think I read <laughs> recently that they were taking something out <laughs> of the Happy that? Meal. There's like, know, yeah. there's something that you can't get in the Happy Meal. Oh. At, I don't know if it's already happened. But Soda? I would no. Ex- I just expect them to drop the soft drinks. Don't we have to end this podcast? Like, <laughs> this is yeah. McDonald's podcast now. I got chocolate milk. Man. In the Happy Meal. So hold on, real quick. <laughs> uh, we got a Cyberwatch 
<laughs> what is that? That's <laughs> Cyberwatch, our new weekly segment where I recover the week's news on cyberpunk. Oh, right. Let me tell you, it's been an explosion. Nothing Ooh. but headlines lately. Um, <laughs> five. I know. Oh, my next gosh. box. <laughs> <laughs> so this is still from that thing from last week. Uh, we, but we've discovered a new slide. A new slide in that Whoa. presentation. Yes. From, uh, uh, from CD Projekt Red's P- Peter... Uh, mm-hmm. This is for the video game Cyberpunk 2077. Just Adam, so everybody, and everybody listening knows what we're talking. They about. know what we're talking. There's okay. this bumper right. now. I'm just saying. Uh, and Adam Kuczynski, Kuczynski's. It says uh, on this on this slide, uh, set in a futuristic world, blending science fiction with modern culture and rich, true to life visuals built on current and next generation technology. Holy shit! What? <laughs> yeah, Cyberpunk, <laughs> the game for now and the next two decades. Cyberpunk 2077, that's your Cyberwatch this week. Thanks, everybody. Uh, still looking out for it. It's kind of a it. no-brainer, I think. It's going to come out soon. Yeah. All right, let's net hard real quick, because, uh, yeah, we're pushing that pushing that clock. Sorry about that. So last week we had um, Tor, this dude in uh, Norway, Finland? Norway. Uh, he drinks a lot of vodka and rolls around in the snow. Oh. That's just what he does. It's his thing. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, he got voted in. 77,000 views. Wow. He's, he's pretty popular. Yeah, good attitude. Yeah. He's got the emojis in the title, too. Well, yeah. he, he streamed this. <laughs> yeah, he did. You're right. Wow. Good for that's him. why. That's why it's potato quality. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and there he is, knocking back that vodka again. Hell, yeah. He's got a lot of, like, day-in-the-life videos where he just, like, will drink a bottle and a half of vodka, fish a little bit, jump in an ice river, and then... Does he work? Yeah. This is work, this I guess. Work. Yeah. <laughs> So he's pure. He's a you pure man. He should have a sponsor by now. In uh, yeah, yeah. Even oh, apologize for the quality. He made it. He made it. Uh, well. So it's funny you bring that up. Uh, let me read you a little excerpt from his about. I am not paid by the producer of the Norwegian vodka Viking Fjord. I have never been in touch with them. I am doing the commercial stuff just for fun. It would also be illegal if they paid me. Alcohol commercials are not allowed in Norway. Interesting. So he cannot be sponsored by vodka. There you go. Uh, Thanks, Tor. Thirty-four million Prof- views. Profile pic is taken so. in 1990. I dived into the bottom while swimming, got a few stitches. It's a pretty cool. Has profile. he demonstrated any uh, awareness that we spoke about him? Not yet. That's okay. I don't think he's drunk. He's drunk all the time. He's literally drunk all the time. He's already he's already uh, famous. All right. So um, wow. Oh wow. I'm gonna need yeah, to. Yeah, he's uh, gonna fuck about us. Gonna need to turn this up a little bit. So uh, today's contender. I, it may have made the rounds a little that's, bit. That's wonderful. Setting off some fireworks there. Yeah, he's having a great birthday. Oh, no, <laughs> no, he, he wanted that to happen. He's, he knew that was going to happen. He's he's yeah, a professional. Oh my gosh. All right, let me. Oh, no, we can't get out. He got out. Uh, whoa. That's so, pretty yeah. awesome. No way. Do they actually put all the machines together? Yeah. So this dude basically programmed. <laughs> A dot matrix printer, a bunch of hard drives, and floppy disks to play a bunch of different songs. Holy fuck, that's awesome. That's They're insane. pretty good. Does it say how many there are? How many songs total? Now how many, like, things he's got there. How did he do this? Oh, wow. I don't know what to look at right now. He's riding a motorcycle over there, and there's <laughs> music over here. Oh. oh my gosh, that's amazing. Let's see here. It's a good song. Man. We're missing out on all the machines he's got going on. Sorry. I was trying to check out the... He's programmed all of these machines to make these noises. At the exact right time. This man has never had sex. Aw. <laughs> I mean, he'd probably get laid with this. So, uh, yeah, there's well, there are other around. ones. Land of Confusion. Land of Confusion? Yeah. Inspector Gadget! <gasps> James Bond theme. Do Inspector Gadget. Yeah, Africa. Do any of them. Uh, do Africa. Yeah, I'll do yeah. That's, that's oh, If only Adam were here. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, he wrote it's his so URL sweet. on there. I know. I know. That little machine. <laughs> it is really sweet, isn't it? It's cute. He's like, I just love music. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know who I'm going to vote for. Uh, okay. Right. At least who are you voting for? The Floppatron. Man, that's yeah? fucking awesome. Absolutely. I'm voting for the Floppatron, too. All right. Well, there you go. Floppatron. Uh, Jacob, who would you vote for? Wow. I don't think Tor needs. Tor doesn't need anybody. Wow. He's, okay. already, he's got vodka. Yeah, he's got his life. Uh, just figured out right now. So Flappatron, that's wish, amazing. Wait, he found fifty-two percent alcohol. I wish Funhouse had a that. theme because well, then we could ask the Flappatron to make yeah, our theme. Yeah, I guess there's like the open house. Oh yeah, the open house yeah. theme. Yeah. Flappatron, uh, if you're listening, I think please, it's called Get It On. Please make us play, make the open house theme. Oh, that'd be great. I can send you the full track. Whoop! Oh, there he goes again. <laughs> All right, well, Tor, you've taken your last dive into the ice. No, he hasn't. No, yeah, he'll do that for the rest <laughs> of his life. <laughs> yeah. Looking Good for you, bud. Is. Oh man, he's having such a great time. But the Floppatron plays on. Uh, oh. We'll be, we'll all be dead, and the Floppatron will be grinding away. Does he have like a SoundCloud or something? <laughs> oh, he's got a website there. Uh, yeah, he's got a, he's got a Facebook. Wait, let's play. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes. So he's got a website where I guess he, he details the build. He's got a whole stack of floppies, old phones and stuff. This appears to be in Polish. Yes, Polish. So good job. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks for playing us out, Floppatron. That'll conclude today's dude soup. Thanks for listening, everybody. We got a new hard net and champion. Uh, and we'll be back next week. As usual, I'd like to thank you for spending your time with us. And not that you have to, but if you want. Uh, it'd be nice if you could recommend this podcast to a friend, leave us a rating, what have you. We're on Spotify now, that's cool. <laughs> So yeah, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, everybody. And if you're watching live, stay tuned. we got the post-show coming right up. <laughs> wow. I know it's on there. <laughs> oh, wow, that's incredible. That's really cool.